come by my studio one day. I'll show you exactly how it's done. What's up, what's up, my friends? Today we're going to check out the Fright Pub podcast. Friends enjoy their favorite alcoholic beverage, always good, while reviewing their favorite movies, sometimes good. Horror movies. <laughs> okay. And I'll tell you what. Kind of excited. Uh, this is one of the folks from over at the Danger Close podcast, which I've talked about a few times. We reviewed them. Uh, they got high marks uh, on this show because I was a huge fan of the Danger Close podcast. So, hello, Danger Close podcast. The, um, the I think it was Liam from the Danger Close podcast. He's running this. And uh, here's the thing: anybody who's listening to the show, if you can tell me where the intro came from, that music that I was playing at the beginning, you tell me what movie that came from. I'll buy you a beer. Or coffee, or whatever your thing is. Uh, hit me up at live uh, at, at live the basement. Hit me up at just one listen on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or email me at jmac j m e c k at uh, just one listen dot com, or go to just one listen dot com and click the contact link. And let me know what movie that intro came from. Uh, but today we're going to check out the Fright Pub podcast. Looks awesome. The artwork is fantastic. I see Freddy's glove. I see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, chainsaw. I'm assuming Jason's. Uh, um, machete and of course Michael Myers uh, stabby stabby knife <laughs> I don't know what the beer steins oh I know what the beer steins are for clever it's like a seal it's like a, a family crest but with horror accoutrements uh, so uh, 39 episodes in they've been doing it since October uh, I have uh, high high expectations for this and it sounds interesting. This sounds like fun, Fright Pub. That sounds like a blast. And I hope that they've packaged it in a way that they're having fun with it, creating an atmosphere around this. I wish I was more into horror flicks, man, because I would absolutely, I would have so much fun producing a show like this. So much fun. The, the possibilities are endless. You could have so much fun with this. But we're going to give it a listen. We're going to go to, um, let's see, did they drop me a note on this? I think he did. Uh, to hear feedback. It's my first foray into podcasting, which I do with my friends. I hope they don't mind that I'm reading this. Uh, I recorded two episodes before the pandemic hit. This is like everybody. Um, uh, record in one location. Um, the first one we recorded. Okay, hold on. Here we go. Some of our episodes are hit and miss with audio quality, but our most recent episode on Rosemary's Baby. Okay. I'm going to do you guys a favor because you're friends and your boy Daniel's the shit. And I'm assuming you guys are. I like your show. I'm going to check out the Rosemary's Baby episode when you guys are all in the same room. And we'll go on that. But here's the thing that I want to make sure that we're clear on. I'm going to skip around a little bit after we listen to the Rosemary's Baby episode. Um, because I did. I already listened to it earlier. But I'm gonna, I want to skip around a bit. Because here's the reality is I can review it. But you have to, like, that has to be what your show the majority of the time sounds like, right? Otherwise, it's not fair. I mean, it's kind of a biased um, review. So anyway, like I said, hit me up if you know what that intro music was. It's one of my favorite cornball-ass movies of all time. I love it. Okay. Rosemary Baby, Rosemary's Baby dropped on April 30th. 
Um, this may be when they submitted their podcast because I'm just now getting caught up on the queue. We're still like a month behind in episodes. I'm doing an episode a day. In some cases, I've been doing two episodes a day. And um, it's a lot. <laughs> you guys want your stuff reviewed. Please be good. Please. Liam. Please. Okay, let's give it a listen. Here we go. No, I don't want to play it here. I'm going to open in the podcast, uh, Apple Podcast app, because that's the real one. That's the real one. Oh, looks like he got seasons. And he's a Buzzsprout, dude. Buzzsprout. Okay, I've already talked about what I hate about Buzzsprout. Anchor doesn't hurt you. Just saying. Trust it. Trust the system. Rosemary's baby. Rosemary's baby. Rosemary's baby. Where, where is it at? Where's this at? Let me find it. April 30th. Rosemary's baby. I don't even know. Eee. Okay. What's the CW comment? Oof, that's awkward. It says CW rape. I must be like children warning, child warning or something. Oof. Just make it explicit, dude. That's really bad to put in your description. I don't know that I'd recommend that. Also, okay, this is awesome because I hate Buzzsprout. I hate any for pay web host. Bro, look what they're doing to your podcast. Log into Apple Podcasts and look what they're doing. You can see, uh, go to your April 30th episode and you can see, let's find out this week on this week's episode. Look what they're doing. You're seeing uh, um, HTML uh, characters come through. So you see, let's, it's doing at APOS, that stands for apostrophe. They're putting HTML into your feed. Buzzsprout sucks so bad, man. God, I hate them. But that's just my personal preference. Nah, Anchor doesn't work for everybody. Everything, I'm just putting it out there. Maybe one of these days I'll unpack my show. Um, I record and then I upload to, to Anchor and then it's automatically on my website. I don't touch anything. If you go to justonelisten.com, it's 100% with the, with, the, with the exception of the description and a couple other small places. Anything about shows is 100% driven from the, the RSS feed. You don't have to use... Bro- oh, Anyway, Rosemary's Baby. Let's give it a listen. I've already went too long. Trigger warning. Today's film deals with rape, psychological abuse, toxic relationships, and... Do you have to do that? Trigger warning? I mean, isn't it a given if it's a horror podcast, the entire thing is a trigger warning? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the requirements are and stuff like that, but maybe that brings in more of a draw when you do that. I don't know. Roman Polanski. I probably could have just said Roman Polanski. (laughs) I have an interesting relationship with Polanski. That's a loaded statement in and of itself, but what I mean is this. Bill Cosby has been my favorite comedian since I was four years old, and I'm still convinced that he's probably the greatest stand-up comedian of all time. But I haven't listened to his album since I found out that he is one of the most prolific serial rapists in modern history. I haven't watched The Usual Suspects or American Beauty since I found out what a piece of shit Kevin Spacey is. I've never been what you'd call a huge Woody Allen fan, but I have avoided him and his movies for years now. That's great. I have a hard time separating the art from the artist is what I'm saying. Okay. This is genius, people. Listen to this. Okay. They took something when I, when they first started opening up, you see my instant response was, oh, you didn't have to do that. They turned it around and made it entertaining. They're delivering the message, but they're delivering it in a way that you at least get a giggle out of it. 
It's super smart way to handle stuff like that. So clever. For one reason or another, Roman Polanski seems to be the one artist that I can't easily walk away from. Maybe it's because some of his films are just too good. Maybe it's because his life has been so bonkers shitty that I unconsciously cut him some extra slack. And maybe it's the fact that I think he legitimately might just be a broken thing who does not know the difference between right and wrong. I mean, this is a man that claimed in his memoirs to have slept with Natasha Kinski when she was 15 years old, while Natasha Kinski, in a unique reversal of he said, she said, denies that she ever slept with him at any age. Like, who does that? Who publishes potentially false statutory rape accusations against themselves? It might be any or all of those reasons, but to truly get to the source of my soft spot... I can't stop listening. Can you stop listening? I think I have to trace it back to my introduction to Hollywood's most notorious hepophile. It was in my local video rental place when I was an awkward high school student. It wasn't uncommon for me to wander through the stacks. The audio is fantastic. Display boxes. For Speaker, whoever's speaking is fantastic. If that's Liam. It was no different. What was different was the gorgeous woman who was doing likewise. I rightly say woman because looking back, she was at most a recent college graduate. But she took an interest in this. Are we? Is there an intro? And engaged me in a most pleasant conversation. He's still going. Cinematic tastes. What's your favorite? Have you seen this? Ooh, what about that? And so on and so forth. Uh-oh. For longer than the runtime of an Something's actual coming. feature film, we talked about movies. Then she picked up the empty display box for a movie called Chinatown, borderline appalled that I'd never even heard of it, and placed it in my eager teenaged hands with, I swear to God, the following words. Roman Polanski can do no wrong. <laughs> in 1998, a grown-ass woman said so. this to me. I went home, Chinatown in hand, and showed my dad what I brought back. Oh yeah, Chinatown, he said. Good movie. What made you pick that? I told him a woman at the video store recommended it and told me Roman Polanski could do no wrong. Huh, my father replied. Well, I certainly wouldn't say that. Look, I'm not trying to blame this woman. (laughs) I want to know what... Here we go. There we go. Welcome to Fright Pub. It turns out, can do an awful lot of wrong. And his 1968 masterfully told tale of demonic rape, shitty husbands, and worse haircuts, Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> Welcome to Fright Pub. Fright Pub. Did he just do a door opening sound? Did a door open? Welcome to Fright Pub. I think it sounded. And you hear beer crack. Intoxicating horror movie podcast. Yay! Yay! I haven't seen Lauren. Oh man, it was so cinematic. And then it feels like there's so much contrast there that it's almost painful. Like it makes me want to stop listening. Do you know what I'm saying? And it did it the the first time around when I listened to it. It's just like, oh man, it's, it hurts because I mean, Lauren's probably an amazing person and Liam is awesome. He can read well and he, oh my God. I mean, read well when I'm saying like, read, like read, like present, um, Oh, what just happened? 
That, my friends, is a laptop crashing. I had everything set up. We were going to town, and my MacBook crashed. Welcome to the real world. This is where we're at. This is my Fright Pub. I've got a 2015 MacBook. We all have problems, friends. We all have problems. (laughs) I had the podcast queued up. I had everything set. And kabloom, kablooey, kapow, gone. But because it's a MacBook, I'm already back at it. Look at how fast that was. I used to operate off of a Windows 98 PC back in the day. If you're listening to old episode, the previous episode, the tips episode, you know, I started, I was using Windows 98, Windows 2000, Windows XP. And um, dude, I'm back up and running like that. Um, But this MacBook can kiss my ass. Okay. Rosemary's baby. Or do that in person in <laughs> since February. Looks so good. Of, of last year. I, that's last wow, time we yeah. we haven't met for over a year. We have not been Crazy. in person. I mean, I know that we've only been doing this for what six months. We decided this feels weird. I can't talk shit in person because yeah, I'm, I'm in striking distance. I don't know if I feel. Oh, <laughs> I can't here. reach you. You're okay, in striking juice. distance. I feel Liam, like Liam can strike. What did what? you say? I didn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Liam's a trip. He's a, he's a natural. You dirty old flirt. <laughs> so today's movie. Oh God, wait. Which one are we doing? I think um, room acoustics. You guys already knew. If you're listening to the show, you already knew I was going to go off on the room acoustics. It's a little awkward. Fucking intro. It doesn't matter. I don't need to tell people who did this. Y'all know at home, listening in your cars. You who did Rosemary's Baby? You clicked on. You know Rome. You know what's interesting is that. Um, um, what I've noticed if, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of, there's, it doesn't matter who it is. Improv classes are huge. Um, I've never taken them, but there's key things that I've taken from people who have taken them. And one of those things is one thing is to try to avoid laughing at your own jokes and to over explaining yourself and just owning, even if it comes off awkward, you own it and just don't repeat yourself again. Because what ha- ends up happening is it puts people in a space of feeling awkward and it, it it's kind of off-putting in a way. And that's, that's just how people feel, feel space to avoid um, awkward moments, but then they end up inadvertently creating an awkward moment. This is where like improv classes are huge. Even if you, if you're weird about standing up in front of a crowd or whatever, it, you know, acting in front of people, there's, I'm sure there's master classes for improv. I may take one of those. Um, because that's that's really all it is. You repeat yourself to fill space. I can tell you in reality, if you were to meet me face to face, I do that all the time. I don't do it so much on the microphone. I don't do it so much on the microphone. I don't do it so much on the microphone, but I do it face to face quite oh often. God. I'm like 99% sure you're right. Time to look up the Wikipedia. Ah, goddamn. Oh, uh, yeah. Just having her phone. I've been look, it really is. Just get it right here. It's right here. I don't know who the other guy is, but he sounds like he's trying really hard to be funny and he doesn't need to be. <laughs> um, so get you in the best writer. No, he no, really wants to fill space. That's not his fault. Definitely. I've shown you old episodes of me. I've been there. I get it. Holy crap. Written by Ira Levin. Yeah. From the novel by Ira Levin. Also written by, you know, Roman Polanski. So yeah, he adapted this from Ira Levin's book. And Rosemary wait, did Jones. Ira Levin help him write it? No. no. Okay. 
Um, man, if you guys could get the same production quality that you got in the intro where Liam did the intro, which I, I'm assuming he's the same guy that does the intros on the Danger Close podcast. His voice is fantastic, and he's made for this. I feel like you should be recording your episodes the same way. You guys pointed me to this episode, but the echo and stuff is mind-numbing. It's really tough to listen to. Um, but that's just from a technical level. Let's just listen to the show itself. Ira Levin, and then Ira Levin again, and then parentheses. From so, I mean, if you guys are anything like we are, I wonder, like, what I didn't do when I listened to it the first time around is I didn't go through and try to see if you guys got progressively drunker. <laughs> recognize there was the last state in the union to recognize. And usually when people have been drinking too, is they, I'm sorry, I keep cutting it off, but usually when people start drinking, they get looser and they and get more fluid and they're also getting more comfortable the longer you're there. You're only 39 episodes. You guys have only been doing this for a few months. A, a connection in his mind is yeah. still, they, which uh, with his camera, like, is that a war, right? While it loses Okay, let's jump to a different episode. Let's jump to the rear window episode. Shaggy has some pretty strict rules about what is and how good he sounds with that intro. If you're a long time, I feel like you need to carry that theme throughout your show Uh, because I'm I'm bored after the intro. The intro is like the entire thing for me. Movies. Let me jump through. You failed, Jim. Before not really. He writes a whole story. I fucked up. Hold on, hold on. You know what I didn't look? Let's go back to the incredible shrinking man. As Marshall Islands, the site famously used for today, we exist. Join us as we discuss 1957's technical. Mar- An intoxicating horror movie. You know what, Liam? Uh, something else that really. Let me check the end of the episode. I'm surprised you didn't give it another. That is, please podcast responsibly. Oh my gosh, all of you. I feel like you need to um oh man I went long on this show but my computer crashed and I didn't hit stop so there you go you're gonna live with it with me okay plus I like this show I like the concept of this show it's a good idea um damn where do I go with this I I honestly here's I'm gonna say something that's a little bit um well, it's going to come off a little, well, I'm not going to preface it anymore. All I'm going to say is this isn't meant with disrespect. Uh, but what I will say, here's what I'm going to say. I feel like Liam could take those intros, just the intros and make a micro podcast and release an episode every other day. There's, there's gotta be enough movies to do that. I imagine, let me Google it. I bet you watch this. I'm going to Google it right now. Watch this. How many horror movies are there? Uh, it's hard to tell. Um, let me see. You can go back to 1890s. Jesus. Do you have enough? Could you do... Are there enough horror movies that you could do. I'm wondering if there's a whole, enough horror movies that you could do a two, two minute or three or five minute, stretch it out longer, make it five minutes. Here's the thing. Road just sent out a thing not too long ago because this is where the world's going. Everything's micro content. And as much as we hate it, right? 
two minute episodes is what they were looking. I think it might've been one minute, one minute podcast episodes is what they were trying to get people to enter for a contest. There's a reason they're doing that because that's where it's headed. It's not like everybody's going to be on one minute podcast episodes, but that micro content is a thing. If you were able to do five minute episodes once a week or two times a week or every other day, if that's even possible, um, the production and in those intros is so great. And it's such a stark difference between your talk show and that story that you tell at the beginning. It's so well done. I feel like if you could just do that and add some effects or stretch it out even longer, if you could make it a 15 minute episode, if that's even possible, that'd be amazing. I feel like that's the key with all of it. I don't feel like the talk is doing much for it. I feel like the talk could be its own show, like a separate show. You're just really good at doing those intros, man. And if you're going to do the talk, I feel like you have to be in, a, in an acoustically treated room on better mics. And in the personalities, you guys got to do some stuff together and like get more comfortable so that you guys can like finish each other's sentences and really like really riff off of each other because it feels a little bit awkward. None of my business but it feels a little bit awkward. I think the concept is genius. It's fucking genius. Fright Pub. I think if you do that micro episode like that, it kind of defeats the whole idea of Fright Pub, which I'm sorry. I just think the intros are fantastic. 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 Yep, that's how I say it. Fantastic. I also say Kool-Aid. Uh, man, this is painful because I love the idea. Or... Or I feel like you have to, if you're going to call it Fright Pub and you're going to have that dope intro, it's just a great intro where you're telling this great story, you lead into it is to have more fun with the editing and presentation for the talk piece, put heavier focus on getting your acoustics super tight and, um, limiting the amount of effort or limiting them. I'm sorry, limiting the amount of time you guys are putting into your, um, into your talking. And I mentioned this on a previous, on a previous show where, um, I suggested that they put a timer on the wall and you force yourself to stay within that 30 minute time frame. You will get a lot more brevity a lot more concise with your discussion. And when you have a punch list of things to go through for that, for that movie, it forces you to move a little more tighter and it makes it a little bit more entertaining because it's boom, 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 topic, 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 man, I'm going long on this one. I apologize guys. I'm just having a lot of fun. The, the concept of this, God, I want to produce this so bad. I wish I had the time to just offer it up. The other piece I would do, okay, so I'd, I'd time it. I'd set a timer so you guys like kind of, I love the music, man. I love the intro and outro. The way you bookend it is great. I think that if you seriously branded it like a fucking Fright Pub, it could be phenomenal. So that when, that's why I asked if the door opened at the beginning. It sounded like a door open because if you treat people, you do sound effect and you say, Hey, welcome to Fright Pub. And you hear a door open and close and you hear a crowd of people or something murmuring and you can fade it out or whatever, but you're building that ambiance like it's an actual pub, a horror flick pub. 
you know, and you guys pull little clips from the episodes or from the movies rather. Um, I don't know how realistic it is to pull clips, but, but when you do, you could do something like make the sound of a real, a real, the real projector or use the sound of a real, the real projector. You know what I'm saying? Um, God, I'm just riffing. I hope you guys don't mind. It's 24 minutes in Jesus Christ. Um, but I feel like you could, you could do this. You could do this. We're going to check out Candyman or something. Now let's check out Candyman. And then play a clip. Or, or open your episode and say um, something to the effect of, can you guys guess which movie this is? To your co-hosts. And have a little fun with that. And where, where you set up these moments within the episode where they have, where the listener's doing it with you. Um, now, on my hip-hop show, we actually had a bit called uh, Rap Words with Friends. And the bit was that we took rap lyrics and we put them through Alexa. And so she said everything perfect. And we would use the grammatically correct versions of words and we would correct slang and stuff like that. And we would play with each other, all three of the hosts, to guess which song it was. And the listeners would guess with us. And you start getting feedback that way. I feel like if you just treat it like a true pub, if you had a bit where you talk about the drinks that you're drinking, okay, where you seriously package it, make an audio bed for it, where you can just, you know, like, what do we have in today? Today it's going to be, you know what I mean? I don't know. That's bad music, but you get the idea. I just, I feel like this is, oh, it's such a good idea. There's so many more things you could do with this. Um, okay. <laughs> wow. That was a long episode. Remember I, at one point I said, these are going to be five minute episodes. Okay. Um, Max feeling himself today. Sorry about that guys. We're going to give this one, oh, damn, I'm going to give this one a 6.9. It's a heavy, heavy, heavy 6.9. I'm not ready to subscribe yet. Heavy, like a 6.998 is where I'm at with this. Here's what I'd suggest. Artwork's fantastic. Description's fantastic. Concept is genius. Intros, genius. Vocals, genius. I would decorate. I would decorate the discussion. I'd make the listener feel like they're in an actual pub. Imagine what that looks like and put it into sound. You're talking about film? Create theater of the mind here with this, fellas. Have fun with this, man. Oh, I'm so jealous of that podcast.